So hello and welcome to the New Gig Podcast. I'm your host, Glenn Hodgson, and today I'm delighted to be joined by uh, Sharing Gig Economy Consultants, as well as board member of Sharing Economy UK, L. Tucker. How are you doing, L? I'm good, Glenn. Thank you for having me on this. This is very exciting. It's a pleasure to have you on. And, you know, I think it'd be great if we could just begin by you telling a little bit about, for the, for the viewers and listeners, about your current role and how you got into the sharing economy, basically. I know it's a funny one, isn't it? Because I think I'm one of the only people that actually do my very niche job, um, which is, you know, and people do ask how I got into it because it's not one of those things you sort of wake up one morning and think, do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to become a sharing and gig economy consultant because, you know, it's not really on the sort of uh, the list of careers at school, is it? Um, so, well, yes. yes, I... <laughs> I did kind of go into get into it in a kind of roundabout way, as I'm sure you got into your role in it. Absolutely. <laughs> um, so I uh, originally worked in ad agencies. Well, that was my sort of first kind of career mm. as a writer, uh, as a copywriter or a creative, um, whatever you want to call it. And that was great. And um, then I kind of sidestepped into, I say journalism, but it was more features writing. So I would write articles for newspapers, but usually the sort of weekend supplements and the features section interviews and these types of things and women's yeah. magazines as well. And while all that was happening, I realized, well, I realized later that I was starting to develop an interest in a, in a world which really didn't at that point even have a name. I mean, we're talking really <laughs> yeah. early on. Airbnb was probably still in that San Francisco apartment. It wasn't a word that any of us would be familiar with. But I wrote mm. an article about people who shared their homes um, and, and, you know, so home sharing. Mm. And I wrote an article about, um, you know, sustainable living. And th these were sort of quite new concepts at the time. So I, I know I was sort of moving towards something there. Yeah. And in the meantime, I set up a very niche communications agency with a woman that I'd met at the time. And we decided to specialize in the sharing economy as it was mm. now being called. And, and things felt like they were sort of moving me in that direction. Anyway, we were kind Kind of far too niche at the time but um through it i met some really interesting people globally actually mm. who were all working in this space um and that kind of fell by the wayside and i i also founded an, another marketing agency called gang hut which specialized in two-sided marketplaces with a full sort of marketing offering so lots of stuff was was going on at the time but through all that i met Jeremy Gottschalk, who you know um, mm. from Marketplace Risk, who lives in Chicago, but was operating globally with his Marketplace Risk platform, which, you know, really provided information to all kinds of marketplaces about, you know, the, the risks and trust and safety and insurance part of it. And through him and through getting involved in that, um, I moved into kind of consulting mm. and helping early stage gig and sharing platforms to, um, you know, to, to sort of get started, help with their branding and their messaging, because obviously my background is, you know, on the on the writing side. Yeah. And I also joined the CBI 
trade body, Sharing Economy UK, and I'm now on their board. Mm. So lots of stuff happened and it just all felt like many roads had, had kind of led me to this point. But I suppose when I do work with Sharing and Gig Economy startups, I'm able to kind of offer them really kind of really half a decade's sort of experience in this space and really know that yeah. competitive landscape and, you know, understand who else is out there, make connections, these types of things, as well as kind of help them with their, their messaging and, and you know, how, how to kind of capture an audience, mm. I suppose. So um, you probably wanted a, you know, a 10 word answer to that question, Glenn, and I've given you. No, I, I wanted the full <laughs> and unabridged version, which is what I got, which is which, which is far better. Oh, no, no, there's there's definitely another <laughs> a, a fully unabridged version. I'll tell you some uh, some other time. <laughs> oh, excellent. Well, this really sort of plays into sort of the uh, uh, the fact that you know, this has been something that's developing and continues to develop. And I'm interested to hear about sort of the sharing economy UK element that now this is something that sits under the Confederation of British Industry. So it's really, I think we see sort of here in continental Europe, things aren't maybe quite as developed and certainly to the UK and the US are several steps ahead. But it, it, for me, it just shows a level of maturity that uh, the, the biggest employers federation in the UK actually sort of uh, has seen the importance and integrated sort of the oh, sharing yeah. economy as an entity within the, uh, uh, within the organization. I think you're right. And through um, Marketplace Risk, um, I also helped Jeremy to set up the Sharing Economy Global Summit, which mm. brought together trade bodies, membership organizations, you know, representing the sharing economy from all over the world. And I think what you're saying is very interesting because, yes, in the UK, the CBI has recognized that and, and has you know worked with the Sharing Economy UK and is actually mm. now absorbed the the sharing economy uk into it which just shows how seriously it's taking it but yeah. what jeremy and i found when we were building this this huge global community for the for the sharing economy global summit because we wanted to get all these organizations like platforms for target in yeah. you know involved in this and, and and you know they weren't always called sharing economy and then the name of the country some you know they yeah. take different forms all around the world but what we found was that there were really interesting sort of bubbles of interest in it and mm. as you say some countries were further along the the road than others and I think certainly in the US you know the home of Silicon Valley and and mm. uh, uh, yeah. really big uh, sharing economy unicorns they have certainly you know been the trailblazers but what's really interesting is seeing which other countries have these kind of bubbles of innovation and and thinking about why they have them because um, yeah. you know Australia also has a, a keen interest in the, in the platform economy and you know they're real innovators there and yeah um but but as you know it, there are other areas, um, you know, where, where there's been a real interest and um, Italy, particularly in Spain as well. We've seen a real interest in the sharing economy in these countries. But I think it's for different reasons. It's not mm. always just about innovation. Quite often it's about sharing resources because of, you know, a need maybe a, due to a, a recession or, yeah. you know, an economic need as well. So I think the reasons that countries get involved um, and really support the sharing economy are as varied as the organisations that represent them. Mm. Excellent. And, and, and this week in San Francisco, there is a uh, an event 
taking place. And it would be good to hear a little bit about that, but also more broadly, what you've been doing over the years. There's been the, the US Silicon Valley piece. And of course, now the, uh, uh, the global summit is uh, a fixture on the calendars for anyone who's anyone within sort of the uh, global platform sharing future of workspace. Well, it is. And it's great because we really did start it on a, you know, kind of bit of a, what do they say? A, a wish and a prayer. because um, <laughs> Best place to start one, with everything. Well, the first one was really kind of piggybacked the main marketplace risk event. And the main event is something that, you know, has been going for long before I got involved with, with right. Jeremy and Marketplace Risk. And that's been in San Francisco for years. He'll probably hate me for not exactly remembering how many years, but I'd say around six or seven. So yeah. that's been going on for a long time and, and just grew organically. So originally with the with the Global Summit, we kind of piggybacked it around that just to see if there was any interest. Yeah. And it was amazing. We, we were finding that there were sharing economy organizations, you know, and just in countries you know we just didn't know um yeah. and so we we had a huge representation there um yeah we had sharing hub from australia and we had yeah. you know guys from you know every continent practically coming along just to see you know what this was all about and being pleased that there were other sharing economy yeah. and gig economy organizations there because then they could share best practice and mm. and you know see how people structured these organizations um so this week is um the big event in san francisco which i'm clearly not at um because i won't be speaking to you but um, which is unfortunate due to travel restrictions but it is going yeah. ahead so it's great to be able to get back to in-person events so um jeremy's there and and you know it looks set to be a great success on mm. the same scale as 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 prior to the pandemic and then while all this was going on um we started to think about where else in the world would you know would would benefit from and where we could bring a community together yeah. to talk about some of this stuff and obviously that's um that's me jumping ahead to to your next question i believe where we talk <laughs> about the nordic summit because obviously that's um that's Please. how one of the reasons that that we we got involved in the first place wasn't it yeah, absolutely. I want to. Well, let's let's jump straight to it. Why a Nordic summit? Yeah, why? Why now? <laughs> What's going on? Tell us about it, Elle, please. I know. And the irony is, I've I've never actually been to Stockholm. I have been to Sweden, but I haven't been to Stockholm. But through all oh, these, these, these <laughs> thank you, <laughs> or through this worldwide community, um, you know, it's it's amazing, like the connections that you make and the people that you meet. And um, mm. I, I realized that there was this really, you know, real interest in the platform economy and the, the gig and sharing marketplaces in um, in the Nordics region. Yep. Um, and actually, when I went out to San Francisco for the first sharing economy global summit, it was alongside a great woman called Sarah Green Broderson, who was the one of the original founders of sharing economy Denmark mm. and and through her I realized that obviously this you know the the Nordics have a huge reputation for tech and innovation and obviously right this is really part of the the culture there so discussions again with Jeremy um you must think we just sit there sort of 
plotting constantly, which is probably quite true in a way. I hope so. <laughs> um, especially in the pandemic, because there wasn't yeah, really yeah. much else to do, was it? It's like, what can we do? Where can we do this? And I said, well, you know, I've got loads of contacts in um, in the Nordic region. Mm. And, you know, I, I think they'd be really into this. And then sure enough, connected with you and mm. found out about Platform Sport Argon and thought this would be a really good fit. Um, and I think that anywhere we can go where we feel that this content is going to be of use, then let's take it there. And, and yeah. you know, Jeremy's very altruistic in that sense. He wants to create this, you know, this information for, for, yeah. for sharing and gig startups. And he mm. wants to put it out there. And I, I think that wherever we can take that and wherever people would appreciate it, mm. wherever it's relevant then you know let's do that so who who knows what's next in that respect so with the obviously the upcoming nordic summit yeah we you know really excited to be able to you know network with um and meet so many people with really interesting startups based yeah. in sweden and and you know your neighboring countries as well and just find out what you're doing in terms of you know, regulation and trust and safety and all these things, because yeah. wherever you go, it's being done slightly differently, but there are always going to be themes that are similar as well, I think. Mm. So, um, yes. And so it's been great to partner up with you and um, with the team at G and just yeah. really just plan something, which I think will be a kind of first of its kind in, mm. um, in the Nordic region. It absolutely believes so. And I think that it, 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 it's a great test bed as well because we we do have sort of the as you as you rightly say sort of the the, the focus on technology and in, in innovation a very uh, vibrant startup scene but also uh, uh, married to this kind of very uh, strict kind of old style union legacy which is still there uh, which is kind of uh, clashing a little bit with the the future of work and the needs. Of the uh, uh, of the digital uh, marketplaces, but also the world of work of today, which is changing. People are moving away more and more from this nine to five way of thinking about things, and uh, and particularly here, where sort of personal freedom is taken very very seriously, um, the the whole idea of sort of moving forwards with an opportunity for more flexibility, uh, more being your own boss. Uh, being able to plan your day, your lifestyle is something that's really, really uh, 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 resonating. And particularly given the COVID times that we've lived through as well, people have been working from home and people have maybe not, not even thought about the platform economy, the sharing economy before are working from home. They're ordering their food, their clothes online because things were closed down. You couldn't get to the shop safely. So th this kind of the mindset has changed as well. And I think that this has really brought us forward. So it's fantastic timing that the, uh, uh, the Nordic summit is being, uh, uh, is being kicked off, hopefully as the premiere, uh, but uh, let's hope also a standing fixture for the, for, for, for the years to come as well, Elf. Well, I think so. And, you know, with these events, you know, because, you know, the world is, is changing so fast, you know, each one is different. And that's what's brilliant yeah. about it, because the technology is changing and, you know, all the 
operators that support the, this world, you know, the, the technology that they have is changing too. And, and by that, I'm yeah. talking about, um, you know, fraud prevention, you know, yes. ID verification, you know, insurance and all that. So mm. you have this, this is huge ecosystem and it's all changing so rapidly that every time an event like this takes place, it, there's brand new information there. Right. And, yeah. um, you know, it, when you have something happen like the pandemic, again huge shifts um mm. are occurring um and you know that means that you, you know more startups are maybe joining this world and they and they yeah. want to know what the kind of rules of engagement are and and how how they can get started and what they need to know about mm. about the the risk side of it because you know people might think and we talk about risk management, and oh, that sounds, and you know, Jeremy always says it himself, he says it's really boring. And it's like, well, <laughs> it's it's not, because actually it's what the whole thing hangs yeah. on. And yeah. and that was what I found really interesting about this when I yeah. first got involved in it. I was thinking, oh, you know, sort of marketplace risk, risk that sounds a bit, yeah. you know, like just one small part of it. But I realized that the the trust piece is so vital to the platform economy, that peer-to-peer transaction. Mm, the yeah. two sides have to trust each other and they have to trust each other with the help of all, you know, this stuff we're talking about, this fraud prevention, ID yeah. verification and insurance and all these sorts of things. That's what helps it work. So without that, none of it works. So mm. it's not just a sort of small piece of it. It's literally what the whole thing hangs on um, yeah. because it's a trust transaction mm. and it has to have all that in place so without this none of it would would work and that's I think what what really makes it interesting it is about the nuts and bolts of it and and likewise you're talking about you know like the the regulation and you know the rights and all that stuff mm. that's involved as well because I think that's really interesting about the Nordics that you were saying that you have this sort of old style um uh you, you know when it comes to like workers yeah. um clashing yeah. a bit with the new yeah um which is interesting mm. well it, it is i mean it's you know only just this this last year that, that kind of the 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 technology sector or people involved in the technology sector actually overtook people who worked in traditional factories you know making stuff the traditional industries whether it's sort of the uh uh, uh, working in agriculture, in the uh, the forestry industry, or building things, uh, uh, it's the first time this is overtaken. So it just shows the sort of the rate of change as well. Mm -hmm. And uh, and I think more and more, Elle, we're talking about not just sort of a shift. We're actually talking about a movement here as well. It's a movement in terms of consumers. It's a movement in terms of companies, organisations, and platforms. But it's also uh, a, a movement in terms of us as individuals, whether we're sort of uh, uh, workers and also from the sort of the government politicians, rule makers as well, that there's something really big uh, uh, going on, which is which is already starting to change the way we sort of interact uh, with each other, as well as the uh, uh, organizations and companies. And um, we can't put the genie back in the bottle. So let's let's harness yeah. this uh, uh, no, and make I the know. most out of it. I I don't know if it, it's been a thing in the Nordics, but we, we, I've been reading quite a lot about this concept of the great resignation and yep. about how a huge amount of people 
really over the summer mm. um just you know left their jobs because it, it was sort of almost it was time to go back to the office and and yeah. you know the kind of end of lockdowns in in many countries mm. people realize they, they just didn't want to do that anymore so when you talk yeah. about huge shifts and movements I, d- I don't think that can be underplayed because yeah. when in you know when in history have have people at, you know on mass left their jobs and and looked yeah. for a different way of working so if people haven't been taking the gig economy seriously up to this point then you know now they do need to yes absolutely and the the, the cutting edge information uh, will be at the summits that are taking place and i think that what what, what i really like as well l is the is the mixture of different sectors because we have kind of the the sharing disruption side uh, uh there's the, the there's the food delivery there's this sort of quick commerce piece but we're also bringing in as you were saying before uh insurance banking uh, uh the uh, st- stakeholders from the influencer side of the world as well uh so really sort of pockets of information from uh, from everywhere which are being brought in to just show that sort of what we talk about innovation and sharing is not just one sector but it's all parts of uh, uh, of life that are affected and are actually sort of made better uh, uh through flexibility innovation and choice within the different sectors through the uh, through this that's new it. wave that's hitting us yeah that's it and i think what's well, interesting and i think people who maybe don't know that much about the sharing and sharing economy or the gig economy um you know and, and that's fine not everyone needs to know about it and mm. you know some people and family members friends of mine who work in completely different worlds might say well you know what what is that and they might refer to it as a sector and it's interesting mm. isn't it because yeah. you have to explain that the amazing thing about all this this platform mm. you know innovation that we're talking about is that it can be applied to every sector yeah. so we're not talking um you know about one type of anything we're talking about the way that people you you know access goods and services and do anything is changing and you know that's massive so Mm. as you say the variety there and as will be at the nordic summit is huge because you you know travel is obviously a big piece here because uh you know sharing economy travel is is something a lot of people are are familiar with because of airbnb but you know the the actual gig platform so services skills Mm. that type of thing that's huge as well and then that can be across a whole bunch of sectors too so it's it's massive Mm, absolutely so whether you're a hairdresser a lawyer architect or a model or a musician basically this this impacts you and gives you the opportunities to be able to do what you want to do and get paid for it and and, and pursue this as a lifestyle as well as a career choice yes and I think that's that empowerment which is such an important part of this because I think a lot of people have felt you know especially during the pandemic that Mm. their you know their power and autonomy their individual rights have you know it's just been a really difficult time and I think if people can take completely take control in that way and and you know that could be literally you know renting out your car um Mm. for other people to use because maybe you're not using it as much because you're working from home or you know accessing a gig platform and getting some extra work because maybe you've been you know laid off or, or furloughed or you know, cut down to um, part-time hours or something. It's being able to use the platform to to take some, 
you know control back and 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 feel mm. empowered again um however that that you know that looks which yeah um, absolutely and i think it, it, it w- w- we shouldn't forget as well sort of the the efficiency piece here i've got lots of some neighbors uh who are uh, would normally have to sort of leave their homes but they don't want to because what they use is a platform to be able to rent out their basements and cellars to people who need a place to live they get the extra revenue and they can stay in their house so there's this these kind of efficiency gains as well that everyone wins uh, here as well, I think is something that, uh, and using scarce resources uh, efficiently, this is something that we often forget as well within this uh, within this movement and this sector and these changes that are taking place. El, I know, and you know that yeah, there's with with the sharing economy, there's a big sustainability piece in there yeah. as well. You mm. know, accessing you know goods rather than buying them and you know so that more people can access the same item obviously that's that makes a huge difference to uh to the environment and then the other piece here glenn i think is community because what people have been doing in isolation over the pandemic is using their whatsapp groups and their facebook groups and Mm. you know finding these online communities and connecting with their neighbors in ways they haven't before and what the sharing economy and the gig economy allows people to do is you know is to create an online community um yeah. and that can become an offline community yes so it can revive communities mm. and by reconnecting people so that yeah. really is that tech for good that people yeah. talk about and it's one of the things yeah. i just I, I love about it and i'm going to plug my book which i 100%. can't 100 well but i can't actually plug it yet glenn because i it's just still um in the in the secret phase but i okay. am right i am writing a book about the sharing economy yeah and it's um it's yeah it's very exciting because it's about what it's really like to use the sharing economy and it's um yeah when you actually get into it there's so many things you can do in the sharing economy and some right. are um, brilliant and some are awful and some are really difficult and some are really easy so I wanted yeah. to just actually document um, what it's really like to mm. live a year in the sharing economy okay and rent things rather than own them so I yeah. will update you with news about that but I want to you know at least create a bit of a teaser on your podcast give me a, give me a teaser we, we, we love it I mean and also saying about the good the bad and the ugly of the sharing economy as there is in the regular economy. And I think it's great to be able to oh, shine yeah. a light on these things. Well, exactly. And and the failures of it, because it's the failures yeah. that help us to learn and go forward. Um, so yeah, there's been, um, there's been some, <laughs> some terrible ideas in the sharing right. economy, but unless you have a terrible idea, then how, you know, how do you have a good one? So yeah, yeah there's been some things that just aren't designed to be shared and um but the other side of it and this is something i talk about in my book that you know a lot of this stuff that we're doing is not new at all it's just we've been doing it for years i mean and i often mean hundreds and even thousands of years and it's the technology that is helping us to do it again so Mm. you know i love that about it too i don't think there's really anything about it i don't love but the idea that you know these are old ways revived by new ways i think yeah. is a is a you know beautiful part of the the sharing economy because we did used to share stuff with our neighbors we did used to do you know what's now called gig work um we yeah. did all these things before but somehow you know we kind of lost touch and you know now thanks to platform 
an app technology, which I am not, you know, someone who can create in the slightest. So, you know, kudos to the actual creators of technology that yeah. have enabled us to do all this stuff again. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think it's the, 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 the with, with so much of this, the actual benefits are just as, as just limited by the human imagination. And this is the great and exciting time we're living through that the, the, the world uh, and the sky really are the limit in terms of where we are at the moment. So yeah, it's, it, it, it's fantastic. And be looking forward to following this through with you in terms of the, the summits us uk and the nordics which are coming up but also looking forward to the book uh, and also seeing where this takes us over the months and years ahead as well i know uh, just every week glenn i see a new exciting story um yeah. you know which i usually share on my linkedin so mm. do have a look but it will be about you know some big partnership some new um funding for a a rental or sharing or gig app and you know yeah. times are changing at such pace it's almost like you know those um sort of gifts you see of people just sitting what with the popcorn just watching because it <laughs> yeah. is like you know what what's <laughs> what's next um so i i love that part of it because you yeah. just don't know what's going to pop up next um <laughs> so yes <laughs> well we it's don't. never dull moment. <laughs> well you and i l we sat there with the popcorn ready and enjoying every moment. <laughs> <laughs> Superb. Well, thanks for your time, Elle. And we're going to be in contact again very soon. Yeah, I'd love that, Glenn. Thank you so much. Thank you.